Join Rabbi Ari Shishler for some fresh thinking every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. 101.9 High FM, 101.9 megahertz of power. It's a Thursday afternoon. I know it's this time of the year. Nobody knows what day of the week it is because every other day was Yom Tov. I know my kids were telling me they thought to the, yesterday was Thursday and then last week I thought that the Sunday was Friday. It's all very confusing. But now the Yom Tov season is behind us, I suppose. As they say in the classics, this is the time where Yaakov Holach Ledarkoy, some people try and translate that as Jack hit the road, but essentially what it means is here is our challenge of taking the Yom Tov inspiration and translating it into daily life. So that's exactly the kind of thing I suppose that we would do here on Fresh Thinking try and think about how we take things out of the inspiration and the highs of Yom Tov, whether it was the intensity of Yom Kippur, the joy of Simchas Torah, or whatever particular Yom Tov experiences you felt were the highlights, and now's the time that we have to translate it into daily life. And uh, I'm sure there's much that we could talk about on that particular score, but the truth of the matter is I had a thought that crossed my mind and thought I would share it with you and hear your thoughts on it. And that has to do with names. Every once in a while, it's interesting for people to discuss names, the significance of names, how important are names in Judaism, how important are names to you as a person. And so I thought, let's start this way. And I'll be honest, I've also done a little bit of this on social media just to get some insight. And I'll share some of those with you as well. But my question is that... Well, I suppose let, let's start this easily. Let's start this easily. What, let's start with this. What is your Jewish name and what does it mean? Now, when I ask the question, what does it mean? Uh, firstly, of course, we know, everybody knows that on the Chai FM platform, very often people send in anonymous messages. So it isn't even possible for you to send your Jewish name without telling us your used name, your secular name, your contemporary name, whatever you want to call it. I'm just curious. Number one, if people are aware of what their name means. And number two, when I ask the question, what does your name mean? That's a double-edged question because I could be asking for the generic. So what does your name mean? If I had to take the dictionary of names, what does your name mean? Or I could be asking a more personal and pointed question. What does your name mean to you? So, for example, there are some common Jewish names. Let's say a name like Chaim. It's a very common name. Everybody knows what Chaim means. It means life. So it'd be easy for you to say, my name is Chaim, and Chaim means life. And you kind of would be off the hook. So then my question would be, so what does that mean to you? The fact that you carry a name that implies life. Let's just say that your name is Chaim, or Chaya, for that matter, a woman's name. But what does it mean to you to have that kind of name? That's what we're going to use as the launch of our conversation over here today. And as always, you can send your SMSs to 34519 or your WhatsApps to 0618951019. Or you could tweet at Chai FM. You could tweet me directly at Rabbi Shish. You can send an email on air at com. Very interested, not so much. I mean, I am interested to know what your Hebrew name is, what your Jewish name is. It's funny because when you ask Jewish names, some people say, is that the same thing as your Hebrew name? Yes, it is, because not every Jewish name is necessarily of Hebrew origin. And by the way, if you have a Jewish name that is not of Hebrew origin, tell us about that. 
because I definitely think there's a perception out there that Jewish names automatically are in the Hebrew language, and that's not necessarily the case. So we'll start with a fairly simple intro to our conversation over here today, and that is a simple question. What is your Jewish name, and what does it mean? And I'm inviting both options. You could say, what does it mean generically, as well as what does it mean to you? And I think it could land up being quite interesting because I'd be interested to know how many people have absolutely no idea what their Jewish name means. That often is the case with the less common names. So as I say, if, you, if your name is something like Chaim, everybody knows what that means. But let's say, for argument's sake, even some of the common names actually, let's say for argument's sake that your name is Rivka, which is the Hebrew for Rebecca. Do you know what it means? Now, of course, I can see people furiously Googling in the background right now to find out what does my name mean so I can share it. Well, that's fine. If you want to do some quick online research in order to be able to answer the question, that's absolutely fine because I think we'll all learn from the experience and that's what it's all about. So if you know what your Jewish name means, that'd be great because then you can tell us. And if you don't know what it means, that'd be great because then maybe somebody else can tell you what it means. You can learn something out of this show. And if your Jewish name is not of Hebrew origin, so tell us what language is it. I think people might be quite surprised at where some, what languages so-called Jewish names are from. I think people might be quite surprised with that. So if you're one of those, share it with us. Tell us about it. And you'll see in a moment why it is that I'm interested in talking about names. It is a subject that I think about a lot. It's a subject that's very close to my wife's heart. She always speaks to people before they have babies about give some thought to the name. And names that are popular are not necessarily meaningful. And names that are meaningful are not necessarily popular. So I thought it would be a good thing. Something a little lighter, maybe, after the whole intense Yontif period. I don't know about you, but I'm still trying to catch my breath from the whole Yontif. It was an unbelievable time and amazing, amazing interactions, crowds and people, and people were engaged and new projects and all kinds of wonderful things. But after that ends, you take, you need to take a bit of a breather. You got you really have to catch your breath. So I feel like I'm in catching breath mode and thought that Maybe to talk about something that's not deep and philosophical, although it might be, might very well be, something that's accessible. Everybody's got a name. Maybe you, you don't have a name. This would be a good time to give that some thought. Well, what are you going to do about it? In fact, I know somebody who, as far as they know, was never given a Jewish name, uh, a woman. And, in fact, this Shabbos will be going through a process of adopting a Jewish name for themselves because it's usually the responsibility of one's parents. And what if that doesn't happen? So we're going to talk about all things names today. You can join the conversation 34519 if you'd like to send an SMS. Otherwise, WhatsApp 061-895-1019. Join Rabbi Ari Shishler for some fresh thinking every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. 101.9 High FM, 101.9 megahertz of power. You know what's funny about uh, Hebrew being written in English letters? Because that's often what happens when a person has a name. So they then have to render the name from its Hebrew uh, Hebrew letters into English letters. And all kinds of funny things come out. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm just seeing that now because somebody has sent in a very, very interesting, unless it was just a spell check autocorrect kind of thing. Somebody sent a very interesting spelling of the word Chana. Now, Chana is a very common name. It's a beautiful Jewish name. It's a biblical name. 
And if your name is Chana, then I have two questions for you. Number one, do you know what it means? Because somebody over here has responded just that their name is Chana. So that's number one. Do you know what the name means? And number two, could you think of the most, the most creative spelling that you could come up with in English for the name Chana? Uh, throwing it out there. Let's see what you can come up with. Right? The name Chana. How is the most creative? Because this, somebody has just spelt it in a very creative way. And this, as I say, was autocorrect. So if you have the name Chana, what does it mean? And how do you spell it? Here's an SMS. SMS says, my name is Ella, but I feel like it's too soft and not bold. Curious about that. Why? Why do you think that it's a soft name and not a bold name? Just curious. Well, you know, what makes you think that and then the second part of the sms goes and what does my grandmother's name mean her name was now it's b-e-a-t-e so i don't know if that's supposed to be pronounced beatty betty better interesting um and i think you may have stumped the zoo by the way because <laughs> i don't know if i i know that betty is a jewish name believe it or not and i even know somebody with that name not exactly sure if it might be a derivative of uh, an original name, meaning to say, you know, like very often you hear people say, my name is Herschel. Well, actually the name is Hirsch, and then people use a diminutive and they call the person Herschel. You find various names like that, Reza, Razel, often with the Yiddish names. So I don't know if Betty is maybe a derivative of another, another name. So if anybody knows something about that, that'd be interesting. Go ahead and share with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts. This is where the conversation becomes interactive, you know, when people can weigh in and maybe it's a name in your family and it has significance. So a couple of questions right now. Why do you think Ella is a soft name? I'm just curious why you think it's a soft name and does anybody know the origin of the name Betty? Uh, however it is that you spell it. Um, if anybody knows that origin, I'd be very curious to know. And I can't help myself but ask, what is the most creative way that you could spell the name Chana? I, I'll give you a hint. I think it's only in South Africa that anybody might consider spelling it this way. But then again, you know, who knows? All kinds of things are possible. So many interesting names. Once you start digging up here, somebody who says that her name is Chava, the Hebrew name is Chava. Now, of course, for people who know, Chava is the Hebrew rendition of the name Eve. Very appropriate, by the way, because this coming Shabbos is uh, when we're going to read the story of Adam and Eve. So Chava is an appropriate name. And it makes me feel more connected to my Jewish identity. I think it's beautiful. I think that's exactly what our Jewish name is supposed to be. Here, follow up SMS from Ella about her grandmother's name. It transliterates as Biate. Biate. So I thought that that possibly, I don't know, I've heard the name, I've heard the name, I don't know what its origin is, and I don't know what it means, and I'd love to hear from somebody, if anybody knows, Biata, Biata, I think that's how you're looking to pronounce it, what does the name mean, where does it come from, sounds Yiddish to me, but if anybody's got more insight on that, please go ahead and share it with us, we're talking today about names, and there's a specific reason why it is that I want to talk about names today, which we'll get to, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but for now my question is, what is your Hebrew name or your Jewish name. It doesn't necessarily have to be Hebrew. And what does it mean? What does it mean to you? That's a, a big part of this, you know. What does it mean to you? Because a, a name is, for some people, very significant. For some people, 
of no interest, actually. It's, for some people, it's just simply a label. So I guess from asking the question about what does your name mean to you, that implies that it means to you, right? That it means something to you. Otherwise, so why would we even be having this conversation? So your name and what does it mean to you? Let's see what else we can come up with. I'm sure that there are many. I'm sure there's some interesting names out there as well. And, oh, there we go. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I didn't know this. People are sending things uh, that I haven't heard before. I'd like to try and maybe verify before we share some of these things online. Here's somebody um, who says that his Hebrew name is Gull. Now, Gull seems to be quite a modern Hebrew name. A lot of Israelis have the name Gull, both, I think. And not I think, I know. It's both a male and a female name. So I know two men called Gull. Most people know a woman called Gal, as in Gal Gadot, otherwise known as, um, what's, what's her name? Craig, help me out. What's the CPR called? Oh, Wonder Woman. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> I'm thinking of the super, super woman or whatever. Wonder Woman. That's it. Gal. So Gal is uh, apparently a neutral name that could be used for both men and for women. And this fellow writes that Gull means wave, not as in the gesture, but as in water and being at the seaside, which is true. That is what Gull means. But I'll tell you something interesting about it. And this is why the, these conversations are often fascinating is because a person may hear something about their name and think that's where it begins and ends and not explore further. So I'll tell you an interesting thing. The name Gull is also from the Hebrew word to reveal. Gull, as an imperative, means reveal. So if you have something which is, let's say, secret, something which is precious, because the implication is that things which are precious are things that are kept away from the prying eyes of the public. So gull would mean to expose. It would mean to reveal. It has a very strong and positive connotation in Judaism. Often we talk about revealing God. So Gull, while you might think it's just the name given by some nature-loving parents who decided that they wanted to indicate their love affair with the sea, the maritime nature of their child or whatever it is by calling them Gull, which means wave, could well be that the name Gull actually has a very deep spiritual connotation. I think that's what happens when you start to explore names. You start to find things about them that you probably didn't know, and especially if it is your own name, then that can be very useful and very, very meaningful. It, it could lift a person's spirit, I suppose, when they know that the name has that kind of meaning. Gila, that's a, I don't know if it's a common name, but there are certainly a good few people. Here's Gila saying her name is Gila, which means joy. And it does. It's a lovely name to have. I know a, a number of Gilas, and I wonder if it's fair to say that they're all generally happy people. Do you believe that that's how it is? Do you believe that your name is somehow an indicator of the kind of personality that you'll have? Very often I hear people say things like that. Oh, all people with that name tend to have those particular characteristics, which might seem like a little unfair and certainly a massive generalization. So is that necessarily the case? What's yours? What's your name? What does it mean? What does it mean to you? That's what we're talking about over here today. And lots and lots of comments coming through. Especially when you hear something like this. So Saul shared this with me a little bit earlier today. Uh, he shared this with me. He says that his name is, well, his second name is Yosef, named after his grandfather, Avraham Yosef, who was named after his grandfather. 
And he even has a picture, which he's shared with me, of the stone, the tombstone of his great-grandfather. I think it's lovely and very meaningful when a person has a name that they can track back a number of generations in their family. So can you do that? Do you have a name that's in your family that, that goes back generations or that you've got a whole bunch of cousins who share the same name? And if that is the case, what's the significance of that personality? Why did that personality become such a big deal in your family? So we're talking about names, and I'd like to hear yours and what it means and what it means to you. Or perhaps you have the question, here's my name. What does it mean? Send them through 34519 on SMS. Otherwise, WhatsApp 0618 And there's a lot coming through on social media. Tweet at Chai FM or tweet me directly at Rabbi Shish. Join Rabbi Ari Shishler for some fresh thinking every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. 101.9 High FM, 101.9 megahertz of power. Okay, so we're playing the name game today with a bit of a twist, I guess. We're talking about your name. What is your Jewish name and what does it mean? What does it mean generically? What does it mean to you? And if you don't know, here's a great opportunity for you to say, here's my name. Does anybody know what it means? We, we're sitting right now with Ella's grandmother's name. Somebody sent in an SMS earlier. Her name is Ella. Her grandmother's name was Beata. And she wants to know what it means. And quite frankly, I don't know. So I'm throwing it out to you because we have a, a great brain's trust in the listenership of High FM. So somebody out there must know what the name Beata means. Please share it with us. Here's another WhatsApp that says, my Hebrew name is Hoda and my daughter's is Daniela Ora. So before I jump in over there, do you know the meaning of the name Hoda. Daniela Ora, I think everybody knows, Daniela is like a female rendition of the word Daniel, which means God will judge me. Ora means light, very powerful name. Hoda, does anybody know, or maybe you yourself, the person who sent in this WhatsApp, because I did say you could send it in without giving your English name, and then we don't necessarily know who you are. So uh, if you know the meaning of the name Hoda, that would be interesting. Sounds, if I'm not mistaken, is there not a character in Fiddle on the Roof with the name Hoda? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but if it is, don't know if it sheds light necessarily. What's your name and what does it mean? Now, yes, here's somebody who said something and then I suppose they didn't think too far ahead about it. So here's a fellow whose name is Levy and made a comment. He says, um, is that the best my parents could come up with? Three letters. That's all they gave me. Just three letters. Not really, not realizing, of course, that he's talking. Oh, he says it means that my parents ran out of ink. That's the, that's what it is. Not realizing, of course, that he's talking to somebody who has a Hebrew name that's only three letters. That would be me. So, <laughs> might have been a bit of a joke that kind of backfired. But anyway, some interesting names, by the way, just while we're about it. Uh, if anybody here is familiar, if you've got the name in your family, does anybody know what some of these names mean? Like, Kreiner. Have you ever heard that name? Kreiner. What, what does that mean? Is it a name, perhaps, in your family? If it is. What's the, so nobody came up with a, with a variant spelling of the name Hannah, so I'll share it with you. Somebody sent in the name Hannah, but they sent it spelt as Ghana. So I don't know if that's just an autocorrect or if that's literally how they thought that they should spell it. <laughs> uh, either way, it's quite, uh, it's quite funny and it's quite fun. So what other variant spellings have you got? Here's a an SMS. SMS says, I am Miriam, who was Moshe's sister and a prophetess, but what is the meaning? Now, that's a good question. Don't know if you want to know the answer. <laughs> it's a good question because um, 
you know, sometimes when you find out the, the details, I mean, personality, yes, personality of Miriam, and very often the name that we give somebody is because of the person that that name represents, and Miriam was a very great prophetess, and of course the, the sister to Moshe, to Moses, the one who saved him from floating down the river, it's thanks to him that we have, sorry, thanks to her that we have Moshe, but what does the name mean? And I don't know if you necessarily want to hear the answer. Our sages tell us that Miriam was born at one of the harshest periods of early Jewish history, the Egyptian exile, and her parents actually named her that to imply that it was a bitter time, that the root of the word Miriam is mar, which means bitter. Now, no, 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 don't get worried yet. It doesn't necessarily imply a bitter person. I think it actually means, because if you look at Miriam's story, that she was the one who was going to have the resolution to the bitterness. Again, she's the one who had the prophecy that her parents would have this child who was going to rescue the Jews out of Egypt. She was right. She later saved his life. So in that mar, in that bitter period, she's the one who was able to turn things around. So it sounds to me like quite a powerful name. I don't think anybody associates Miriam with negativity. Now that same SMS continues and says, I named my one daughter Chaya, which means life, but the shul put Chava on her certificate. Chava actually means Eve. So I think that uh, somebody's got to go back and edit that certificate. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's no good. Got to fix that one. Um, I mean, they're both beautiful names, actually. Chaya and Chava are actually directly related. Again, if I reference this week's Torah reading, we're reading the first Torah portion this Shabbos in shul. And they were told that Eve gets her name Chava as being the mother of all life. Life is Chay. So Chaya means life. Chava means source of life or mother of life. So that's very closely related, just by the way. Going back to that WhatsApp earlier about somebody who said her name is Hoda, says, I think it means gratitude. I think you're correct, actually, that Hoda, although Hoda'a means gratitude, but I think one of the meanings behind Hoda is gratitude. It also comes from an interesting word, which is splendor or radiance, actually. So there's a nice dual meaning to the name Hoda. And that, I can guarantee you now, is a name that many people would not want to own up to and say, oh, my name is Hoda. You know, who's ever heard of it? People have heard of Daniels and Gabriels and Miriams and Ruths. But Hoda, what's that? Once you hear the meaning, it's actually quite a beautiful name. So... Hopefully, that was one of the benefits of tuning in today. Here's another WhatsApp. It says, my name is Daniela, and God certainly is my judge. I was born in Jerusalem during the Six-Day War, and apparently, they were reading or talking about Daniel in the lion's den that week in Shul. Hmm. Interesting. That's very interesting. Born in Jerusalem during the Six-Day War. I mean, it doesn't get more uh, hairy than that. that. That had to have been one of the most incredibly... Uh, unusual times for a person to have entered this world. So da Daniel in the lion's den. Very, very interesting. Keep them coming. Isn't it fascinating? Something so simple, so ordinary, like your name, the thing that you put onto your documents, the thing that they often tag onto you when you go to a conference, and that's the way that people can now relate to you. The thing that many people are embarrassed of, oh, I wish my parents had given me a different name. And once you explore your Jewish name, there are layers upon layers of interest and meaning and insight that a person can get from their name. Now, I want to channel this a little bit. We're talking about names, and there have been fantastic responses. So here's my question. 
We all, once we get talking about it, we all know that we have a Jewish name. I shouldn't say all, because unfortunately, for one reason or another, there are people who were never given a Jewish name. Maybe you grew up, didn't know, didn't know you were Jewish at the time. Your parents didn't know that it was an important thing or whatever. There are people who don't have a Jewish name, and it'd probably be worthwhile to go out and to get a Get one. <laughs> if you want to know how to get a Jewish name, speak to your local Orthodox rabbi. But I want to steer this conversation a little bit now, seeing as there is interest and people are sharing things about their names. So that brings me to the next question. How important or is your Jewish name important? And if it is, why would you say it is? And if you don't think that it's an important thing, it's just arbitrary, then Justify that. Rationalize. Why not? Okay, so keep them coming. I'm very interested in names and what you think that they mean. Let's add another layer to this conversation. Let's add to this conversation. What about the fact that you are, that you are, um, well, maybe unaware? Is that a good word to use? Or maybe underused? Can we say that your name is maybe underused? So how important is this Jewish name of yours? How much does it play a role in your life? That's the next layer of this conversation. So keep them coming in terms of what your name is and what it means. And now, is it an important feature of your life, your daily life, your spiritual life, your, I don't know, what role does your Jewish name play? Do you think we should add more attention, give more focus to our Jewish name? Or perhaps not. So three four five one nine by SMS WhatsApp oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine or keep them coming on the social media platforms, particularly Twitter at Chai FM or directly at Rabbi Shish. So we invite the whole community to join us in paying tribute to a South African legend and great friend of the Jewish community, Prince Mangasutu Butolezi, in honor of his ninetieth birthday. We will acknowledge his accomplishments and thank him for his firm support of our community and the State of Israel. We encourage you all to join us on Monday, the 8th of October, at 5.30 p.m. at Glen Hazel Shul, Yeshiva College, for Mincha prayers, followed by a tribute ceremony. This event is hosted by the South African Jewish Board of Deputies, the South African Zionist Federation, South African Friends of Israel, and is endorsed by the Office of the Chief Rabbi. There is no charge. However, booking is required for catering purposes. So if you'd like to be part of it, you need to call 11 or visit the South African Zionist Federation Facebook page for details. Definitely an interesting one. So, so funny. Just seeing somebody who's dated a week ahead over here. They've, anyhow, I guess some people have done some time travel or the Yontov season has just completely wiped them out. We're talking names. Maybe it's because after Simchastera some people don't remember the name? No. That's not the reason. The reason we're talking about names is because it features right at the beginning of the Torah. It's one of the first signs of the greatness of a human being is the capacity to be able to give names. So that's why I thought, let's talk about them. What do they mean? What's the significance of a name? How important is your Jewish name? Here's a WhatsApp that says, Devorah was a fighter for those she fought and protected. Mess with me and you won't forget it. As meek as I started out is as strong for the good as I have become. So Devorah, interesting. Devorah was a fighter. Is that what the name means, by the way? Very interesting because we know, and, and, and interesting because was Devorah a fighter? Let's test that theory for a second. And we know that Devorah was a very 
potent personality, a very strong personality in Jewish history, of course recorded in the Bible as having led a great war. But was she actually the fighter or was she the motivator of the fight? Here's another message. Shalom, Rabbi. Love your show. Thank you very much. My Hebrew name is Ariel. Now, there's an interesting thing because I think the idea of women having the name Ariel as a name is something a little bit more recent, I think. And the message continues. When I was in school, I was a little mouse. When I grew up and gave birth to children, I became a ferocious lion. Calmed down somewhat now. And that's the Jewish mother right there, hey? That's the Jewish mother. <laughs> it can be meek and quiet and reserved, but once there are children in the picture, don't dare. Don't dare get in the way. Here's an interesting question by WhatsApp. What de- documents would have your Jewish name? Is there a naming certificate? That's an interesting question. And it really depends where you live. It really depends which community you belong to because there's no requirement by any Jewish organization that you have to have a certificate with your Jewish name. In fact, the most obvious place where people would actually have their Jewish name would be by the time they marry and then they have a marriage document and on that marriage document you have a Jewish name. So let me th- answer the question with a question. Can we throw this out for a second? No, there is no n- naming certificate that is required. Some communities do it as a matter of course to make your life easier. So they might issue a naming certificate of sorts. But let me throw that question back. Why do you think it is that there was no traditional document containing a person's Jewish name? Why do you think it is? Uh, Anybody, anybody at all, why do you think it is? Now, today, as I say, many shuls do it. If a girl is named in shul, the shul might give them a naming certificate. If a boy has a bris, the mohel might give them a naming certificate with his Jewish name. It's not done universally. And the question is, why? Why is there no such thing as a document that contains a Jewish name? I think that's an interesting little sidebar to this conversation. So let's talk now about the importance. Do you think it is important for a Jewish person to use their Jewish name? And if you say yes, why? And if you say no, why not? I'd be very interested because it's all fine and good for us to say, here's my Jewish name and I love my Jewish name as most of us do much of the time. And then we're kind of, as long as it's on the quiet, as long as it's in Jewish ritual experience. Like if you need to call me to the Torah, here's my name. If I've got to fill in a document that requires a Jewish name, here it is. I know it. And if I don't know it off the, you know, it doesn't roll off my tongue. Well, I've got it written down somewhere safe. So, but we don't use it necessarily. Same person who has this beautiful, magnificent Jewish name, named after the great biblical characters or evoking some kind of deep spiritual theme. And it's tucked away in a back pocket. But out there in the world, I'm Peter, Paul, Tiffany, who knows what. Why? Why do you think that is? So is a Jewish name important? Do you think we should be using our Jewish names? And why? Why not? That's what I'd like to hear. And I think people might end up having quite strong views on this. Uh, Here's a tweet from David, David West. He says, what's your name in quotation marks? The answer is David. And then he says, what's your Hebrew name? Obviously, this is for a laugh. I mean, I'm sure that happens a lot. And people do. That's a funny thing, right? Somebody tells. Because there are people who have the name that is both a Jewish name and their English name. David is a great example. Daniel, Gabriel, Rachel, Sarah. These are names which 
it's just a matter of pronunciation, but effectively you're using your Jewish slash Hebrew name in English. Adam. Uh, I mean, there's so many names like that. So it's quite funny when a person says, yeah, but what's your Jewish name? Here's somebody who calls himself Aharon the Jew on Twitter. He says, I use my Hebrew name because it is the name that God knows me by. Hmm. What do you think about that one? I like it personally. I'm sure that many people will say, well, hang on a second. Does God need a particular name in a particular language to know who I am? So there you have it. That would be a reason why a person think, would say that it's important to use a Jewish name. Because that name is so-called the name that God knows you by. Would you resonate with that? Is that something that you necessarily agree with? Is it something you necessarily feel? What about the fact, let's say, and I'm sure that this happens to many people, let's say that you did not grow up Jewish observant and now recently have become more engaged with your Judaism. So for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of your life, everybody's known you by a particular name, by a secular name, whatever language that name might happen, happen to be in. And now you would like to adopt your Jewish name, but how are you going to do that? There's documentation to change. There are people who've known you your whole life in particular ways. Is it even practical? Is it even practical? Now, the reason that it's, a, I think, appropriate at this time of the year is because, as I mentioned, this Shabbos, we're going to read the first Torah portion of the whole Torah. And it speaks, amongst other things, about Adam and Eve. And it speaks about Adam being so great and unique that he's the one who gave names to every living thing. Now, that tells us something that immediately tells us that a name is a powerful spiritual item. That's why Adam is highlighted for being in a position to be able to give names. That implies that he, he had something, he had some kind of a spiritual power and spiritual talent that the rest of the created world did not have. We don't find in the animal kingdom that animals name each other, or certainly not that we're aware of, whereas humans name everything. <laughs> Everything's got to have a name. And to us, there's a, an, an old insight within Judaism that says the angel said to God, what is so special about this human? We know he's fallible, not only fallible, but inclined to fail. So what do you see in him? And God says, well, here, let's try this little test. Can you name things? And they can't. These great and powerful and spiritual angels, they can't name things, whereas Adam can. Now, now, how difficult is it to assign a name? I mean, just randomize a few letters and make sure there's some vowels in there, unless you're from Iceland or Wales or wherever it is. And there you go. Voila, you've got a name. Well, how, well, what's the big chap? What, what did Adam do that was so impressive? Well, in Judaism, if you can give something a name, you can capture its essence. And we believe that a Jewish name does capture your essence. And that's why I thought it would be something worthwhile discussing. So do you feel the same way? Do you feel you should use that Jewish name? We know that for Jewish rituals, you have to use that Jewish name. But outside of that, in ordinary day-to-day -day things, is it valuable? Is it important to use a Jewish name. Now, I know that some people, and I had this conversation earlier with somebody, where some people say that to use a Jewish name is actually isolationist. There's a society out there. People use names that are of uh, more secular orientation. Why confuse things? Why make yourself stand out? Why draw negative attention by using a Jewish name? I personally disagree with that vehemently. I mean, we live here in South Africa in a society where people use all kinds of names of all kinds of languages from all kinds of backgrounds and all different cultures. 
and we all get along just fine. In this country, we have Zulu names, Kosa names, Sutu names, Arabic names, French names, Spanish names, English names. Why suddenly the raised eyebrow if you use a Jewish name? Sorry, I, I, I don't think that that's an argument, and I don't think that it's something we should be worried about on the country. I think it's something we should be proud of. What do you think? How important is it to use your Jewish name? 34519, if you'd like to SMS your views. You can WhatsApp them on 0618951019 or tweet at Haifa and tweet me directly at Rabbi Shish. Join Rabbi Ari Shishler for some fresh thinking every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. 101.9 High FM, 101.9 megahertz of power. Okay, here we go. Look at this. We've got one of our very ardent, committed Chai FM listeners all the way from where? I can't remember from where. And that's uh, Laura Basson, who says that the name Beata means blessed. That was a question from Ella earlier. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Okay, I did not know that. So, let's... Uh, that's what's great about this. You see, you get people and you... You collaborate and people network and everybody has their input and it's fantastic. Here is uh, somebody, Rabbi Isaac, he calls himself on Twitter, who says, We, the Jewish people, have always been experts at assimilating, not drawing overt attention to our culture, being overactive politically, yet almost, well, heavy line over here, yet almost comatose Judaically. We aspire to, quote unquote, fitting in at the cost of being, quote unquote, who we are. Be proud, Chaverim. Whoa, that's that's quite a strong line. I mean, I, I don't disagree, by the way. I don't know if I would say it. Maybe I'd say it a little bit more diplomatically, but that's quite a strong line, eh? And uh, definitely a strong message. Be who you are and be proud of who you are. I I definitely don't get it with this kind of head-in-the-sand approach where people say, well, maybe if I adopt a name that doesn't sound so Jewish, people think of me differently. Why would that happen? When has it ever happened in our history, for real, that people say, oh, sorry, forgot that you're Jewish because you, you're using a, a name that my, my friend down the road uses. Come on. I don't think it happens. So how important would you say your Jewish name is or the idea of using a Jewish name? How important? How significant? Here's uh, somebody, Yoni, on Twitter says, Does Hashem literally not know your English name? Because somebody earlier, right? Somebody, I think his name is Aaron. Aaron the Jew said that I use my Hebrew name because it's the name that God knows me by. So Yoni says on Twitter, Does Hashem literally not know your English name? I thought he was all-knowing. Surely, if you used your English name, he would see everyone calling you that, and he would know you by just that name. (laughs) Okay, fair point. I don't know... Personally, I don't think the issue is whether God knows your name or doesn't know your name. I think the issue is more about how you identify. Do you identify yourself based on your Jewish name? I think that's an important question, and that's really where I'm gunning with this. Do you identify yourself by your Jewish name? Do you find that it's important to identify yourself using your Jewish name? And if yes, why? And if no, why not? See, here somebody, Liz, says, I would love to use my Jewish name, but at my age, it's a bit late to get people used to it. I, I hear that. I definitely hear that. Nothing is insurmountable, though. If it's something which is important, surely, surely there's a way. Even if you only get to get 20% of the people to call you by their name. If that's a meaningful name for you, do it. I know people have done it later in life. Switched their name and it's taken a lot of getting used to and there still will always be those people who know you from many years ago and still know you by your original name. 
But so what? The people in your regular interactions will adapt and they'll get used to it. Here's Anthony who says, some people not, might not agree. Oh, he says, yes, I think the Jewish name, sorry, I started this in mid-sentence. He says, yes, I think a Jewish name is important. Some people might not agree because in Egypt, Israel kept their language name, I guess their language and name. It's our identity. Unfortunately, assimilation has disguised our identity, which we should be proud of and not ashamed. So I think so. I think it is something to be proud of. I think we should encourage people. And maybe if, as Liz says, it's hard once you're an adult, and especially if you've uh, had a couple of decades of using a particular name behind you, okay, what about your kids? Give them that opportunity. We, should, we have a heritage to be proud of. We have personalities within that heritage who are idolized and heroes of the whole world. Why don't we use their names? And so many of those names can easily switch between the Hebrew-English possibility. You know, there's so many, like, like the Davids and the Daniels and the Rachels and the Ruths. You know, there's so many. You don't have to choose necessarily a name that is not in any way, shape, or form close to anything Jewish. Uh, sorry, to anything English. And then, you know, here's, uh, here's somebody who says, our child is Jordana Rachel. Jordana is Yardena Rachel. Both can be a Hebrew name. One means flowing from God slash heaven. What does Rachel mean? It's named after my grandmother. Great question. Let's put that to the crowd. What does Rachel, what does Rachel mean? There you go. Here's Ricky who says, regarding the question earlier where somebody said, is there a document or certificate for a Jewish name? My question was, if there isn't, which I don't, I mean, there isn't, except for certain communities, maybe Joburg's a bit ahead of the curve on this one, who make it their business to issue such certificates. Why not? So Ricky says, how would that work in terms of putting one's Jewish or Hebrew name on one's ID book? I use my Jewish name often. Well, Ricky, to be honest, when a person is named and they then register that name, when parents register the name of a child at home affairs, it, whatever name they choose, that's the name that the child is registered at. And it doesn't matter where in the world. You can do that anywhere in the world. And there are people whose names are things like Storm or Grace. Those, you know, the, those are names that came into um, usage only recently, some more recently than others. I suppose Grace will go back a lot further than a name like Storm, let's say. Or, or uh, whatever, they're various names like that. You you go to Home Affairs, you say this is the name that we the name that we have selected, and that's it. They register your name. There's no reason whatsoever not to use a Hebrew name, Jewish name on an ID book. I know many many people who have on the ID passport, etc., can be done. I suspect that the reason why the Jewish community traditionally did not have a naming certificate is because that never entered anybody's mind that they would use any other name besides their Jewish name. If you go back in our history, when Jews were not yet Jews, and we were just the children of Israel under the Egyptian slave masters, we used names that identified us as children of Israel. It never entered anybody's mind to use Egyptian names, and not all that differently throughout the whole of our history. So to me, that's the most likely reason why it is that we never had formal naming certificates because nobody ever dreamed there would be a need for them. So mm, a lot of comments, a lot of comments coming through. I don't even know if we're going to get through all of these, whether or not it is important to have a Jewish name. So I love it when people do this. Here's somebody who replies to my question was, is it important to use your Jewish name? And if yes, why? If not, why not? So somebody says, depends. Okay, thank you. Depends on what. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more, surely. Depends on what. 
Um, I love it when people leave these open-ended comments. Uh, here's Barry who says, yes, it is important. Our Jewish name represents our trajectory, our mission in a given lifetime. So there's something where really powerful that your name talks to your sole purpose and journey. I don't know if everybody would necessarily resonate with that. I think some people would say, absolutely, that's exactly how I see it, that my name is a link, or if nothing as powerful as that, certainly a clue as to where I'm going, where I should be going, what my life is all about. Your thoughts on that? What is uh, your Jewish name? What does it mean? Do you think Jewish names are important? Should we be encouraging people to use them? This week we're going to read the first Torah portion of the entire Torah. And there you have it. Adam is hailed as a great spiritual giant. Why? Because he knew how to identify the Jewish name of every living thing. What's your name? Join Rabbi Ari Shishler for some fresh thinking every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. 101.9 High FM, 101.9 megahertz of power. Ricky, just commenting on your question about ID documents, somebody's tweeted over here that some foreign passports request a religious name or pseudonym. Never heard of that before. That's very interesting. So that almost implies that, uh, if I'm understanding correctly, that there's some places that will insist that you include other given names, even religious names, and even if they are not your um, primary name on your documents. That's that's quite interesting. I did not know that. If anybody knows more about it, perhaps you can share something about it. Here's another tweet that says, Yes, I agree that you must use your Jewish name. It is the name that God knows you by. I did think that that was going to ruffle some feathers, but it seems to be a common theme. A bunch of people seem to think that way. Here's somebody. Sydney says, I have officially changed my ID to Shimon Chaim. And there you have it. So somebody was able to do it, and even as an adult. I think if something is important, we find ways. We do find ways to be able to do it. There's um, there's a beautiful insight from the Lubavitcher Rebbe where he talks about how the Jewish people at that stage called the children of Israel in Egypt refused to change their names and how that preserved them. You know, it's it's interesting how sometimes... Dafka, the things which are somewhat superficial, land up being the things that are quite deep. Think about it in your life. Something like a birthday party. When you were a child growing up, how many childhood memories do you have around things like birthday parties? Do you have memories about little family traditions that didn't necessarily have any major overtones, but they, they were traditions? It's interesting how sometimes the small things in life land up being the really big things. Now, a name is technically a small thing, right? Because a name is just simply a label for the benefit of other people so that can, they can get your attention or identify you in a crowd. But you fundamentally don't need a name on the one hand. Yet on the other hand, it could talk so much to the heart of who you are. You know, if you tell somebody – somebody made a comment to me earlier today that when you introduce yourself using a Jewish name, you've made a statement right up there. This is who I am, not just – how you identify me. This is who I am. I am a person who belongs to the Jewish nation. I am a person who has this rich cultural heritage and long line of teachers and, and thinkers and moral guides. And that's, that's how I identify myself. It, it says a tremendous amount to a person. Even before you get into anything further about your personality, your likes, your dislikes, your talents, so it is actually very, very powerful. We don't think about this often enough. The name that you give when you introduce yourself is the first major insight you reveal about yourself to anybody. Here's an SMS that says, My name is in Yiddish. 
Am I losing out? The name is Kayla. Now, I don't think you're losing out at all because the greatness of Yiddish, or for that matter, Aramaic, is that these are languages that are considered associated with Hebrew. They are considered to be holy tongues. The reason being that they, the alphabet that they use is the same Hebrew alphabet. And that's the way they've always been from the beginning of those languages. And they are languages that have always been used for religious purposes. So, no, I don't think that you are losing out by having the name Kayla or by having a Yiddish name. It's just as Jewish as Moses. So good to know. Where life becomes a little bit interesting is where names were adapted into Judaism from other languages that have no Jewish heritage. Let's say, for example, the name Alexander, which at one point in Jewish history became a very prominent Jewish name. It was homaged, by the way, to Alexander the Great and almost a trade-off for him not destroying the city of Jerusalem. But uh, interesting. So... Kayla, yep, good enough for me, <laughs> good enough for for the rest of the Jewish community. So that's our conversation for today. I think it's something that we could probably keep going for a long time. There are still a, really quite a number of comments that have come through, all kinds of angles. People talking about giving names that are interchangeably Hebrew-English people, about people saying they do use their name, they don't use their name, have people who have, feel more connected to their Jewish name than to their English name. It's quite a lot, quite a lot that we could uh, continue the conversation about. I think if there's one take-home message from today, the take-home message would be, if you have a Jewish name, I really think you should give it some more attention. Find out about it. What does it mean? How did you get that name? Why did they select this particular name for you? Is it related to a person in your family? You have a great personality in Jewish history. Was there a message that your parents wanted you to carry in life? How does your name talk to you? And I definitely, definitely recommend thinking about using your Jewish name on a more regular basis because it is, in a sense, a representation of your soul. So until next time. Think about your Jewish name, maybe start using it in closed circles, and may Hashem bless you to have the energy of your Jewish name resonate right through your soul to give you the biggest blessings that could be at your fingertips. Have a wonderful week and a great Shabbos.